you haven't met anybody in the show that could match him in any kind of way. Yeah. That would be, that's what's scary about it because like there's no like equal to him or several people. Yeah. I don't know. There's a new character in season two that really complicates that equation. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the golden girls. Blanche is strong as fuck. She swole. Scariest <laughs> villain of all time. <laughs> I don't need Blanche chastising me. Hey. <laughs> it's Paige Avenue crew. Um, my name's Blanche. <laughs> my name is Betty White. I don't know what her character is. Dorothy. And you are? God, who would I be? You know them all? Who would I be? No, it's Dorothy Blanche. Um, fuck. Been a long time. No, I, like it's in my. it's on in my house all the time. Some fan. Some fan you are. Fuck! Your name's Josh. Give in. You don't. Who you can't was, even be a golden girl. Who was Rue McClanahan's character? Fuck, I don't know. She was a slut. Yeah, she's funny. Uh, all right, let's start over and pretend that we know these names. <laughs> hold on, let's look it up right now, and I'll, I'll hold cut on. It. I don't even want to know. Oh, Betty White was Rose. Rose. Blanche that's right. was Rue McClanahan. Yeah, that's right. And the mom. Which one was B. Arthur? <laughs> was she, she Dorothy? She might have been Dorothy. Uh, some I, again, some fucking fan. B. Arthur was Dorothy. You know what I, re- I found out about that show? The gay, the gay community loves Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. As they should. Shit, yeah. The Golden Girls rules. I mean, I love it, too, but it's just like it's really big amongst the gay men. Here, I'm going to go down the cast. B. Arthur as Dorothy Zbornak. We don't even know her last name. Betty White as Rose Nyland. Rose Byrne. Rue McClanahan as Blanche Devereaux. And Estelle Getty as Sophia Petrillo. Sophia. Sophia. I would be Sophia. Is she angry all the time? Yeah. She was just. This show, this show is fucking hilarious, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, we watch it all the time in our house. <laughs> Classic shit. Awesome. Eight point one on IMDb. Of course. Well, what was yeah. the song? How'd it go? I can't remember. Thank that. you for being oh, yeah. a friend. Do 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 do. Travel down the road and back again. Hello, baseline. Piling a confidant. Boom boom boom. And if you threw a party. <laughs> Invited everyone you knew. Josh Wills on lead vocals. You could see the biggest gift would be from me, and the card attached would say, "Thank, Thank you for being a friend." What's the cut? I need to throw some auto tune on my voice. That's a sick story of the year cover. What if I try to tune you up for real? <laughs> <laughs> Make me sound like fucking what's his name? Uh, from I'm a boat. I'm on a boat. Yep, T Pain. But I am a boat. From I'm a bo- from I'm a boat. T Pain. Uh, from I'm, I'm I'm a boat fame. <laughs> uh, we never told this story. Whenever you prank the guy from uh, uh, I am Ghost or whatever their band's called, I it was called I am Ghost, right? Is that what they were called? Yeah, I told him but, I, I needed a drummer, but I called his band I am Ghost. No, no you, you call call, I'm call a ghost. I'm a ghost. Yeah. Say yeah, you you in that band? I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> we were recording the Black Swan, I think, and, oh, and Elvis, Elvis Basquet had the, the you know their numbers. He had just done their record, so we pranked him. We didn't know him at all, and Adam just acted like he needed a drummer, <laughs> just a random dude. I'm a ghost, the, and I met that dude on tour with Drugs. His name's Ryan Seaman, and he was oh, it was him. Yes. Oh, he's in other bands. Yeah. He's in um, what's Falling his name? In reverse. Band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We were at a Denny's, and it, it was all coming together, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we recorded uh, our albums with like the same producer. And I was like, oh, really? And <laughs> I was like, who? And he goes, Elvis Basquette. I said, wait a minute, you were in what band? 
And he said, I am ghost. And I go, dude, did you ever get a voicemail? Did you remember it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, we had a good laugh. It was That's good. That's amazing. Did he enjoy the voicemail? Oh, he did. He's like, dude, <laughs> it was f- so funny. And I had no fucking idea who it was. And I... I just, I didn't know, I didn't know who to tell about How it. weird is that, that he obviously probably knew who we were, right? But he had no clue that it's the bass player from Story of the <laughs> yeah. Year prank calling him who he had never met before. Oh, shit. And he was probably like, you know, at least a semi fan or something. You know, they, they were a little younger than us. So he was acquainted with our I mean, music. If you're, if you're younger than us, you're a fan of us. Yeah. If you white, you've been athlete. Yes. A record it, sales reflect. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. It'd be like a. Uh, like someone from I don't know, at the drive-in calling and pranking us or something, you know, like a band yeah. a little older than us. <laughs> They're like, last show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like, what? I don't know them. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. That's awesome. Well, yeah, shout out Ryan Seaman. Yeah. Great last name. <laughs> God, how many jokes has he had to endure? Uh, uh, so many. Yeah. He shreds drums though. Fuck it. I fuck it. He was a guitar player for some reason. Drummer. I don't know. I'm, I just I just picture his name and like him as a person. I don't even think I even I think I've met him before. But I sometimes go to bed at night and dream of a world covered in semen. You <laughs> uh, should move to Pearl Harbor. <laughs> so much semen in the room when they get together. We're sorry, Ryan. We're not sorry. Ryan Phillips psh, fucking ditched us, loser. Yeah, we didn't even know, but he's out of town. We got here and we're like, "Where's Ryan? He gone? He gone?" Yeah, we did. You like, guys didn't even talk about me not being here last week until about forty minutes in. <laughs> I was about to say we <laughs> forgot. I, I listened to like I didn't finish it, but uh, I, I listened to most of it. I was like, it's boring as fuck without me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not on this one. Fuck it. Ah, it's missing something. Ah, yeah, you're right. It's missing the um, loser. It was it was missing the drunkenness because you guys did it at like noon or whatever. Yeah, we we yeah. did it after brunch and after Ryan's four K. No drinks. Not four K. Nobody you, had a drink at all? No. What do people run? It's not a four K, that's a television. What <laughs> Five, do they run? Fivers. Five K. Five Ks. Cool. Sure. S H U R E microphones. <laughs> cool. What do we talk about this week? I don't know. We already talked about like four movies and didn't even press record prior. Dan didn't see him though, so we went ahead and got all the boring uh stuff that we've watched talk out of the way before we started tonight. Hey, have either of you listened to the Steamy Nook podcast recently? They've been talking about some movie things and talking about us, apparently. I have not. No, I listened to the first couple few. Did you do one? Are you on the one? I listened to Josh's. I like uh, Skyped In uh. from Disneyland. I have to do another one because we didn't even talk about barbecuing, is what they told me. Well, fucking everyone should get a refund then. <laughs> yeah. If you listened, get a refund. I don't want my buddy back. I want a refund. Yeah. Listen to the Steamy Nook. Or else. Everywhere you get podcasts. They should rename it The Stuck. The Stuck. Yeah, that's the that's more like a millennial or Gen Z, just eliminate all the unnecessary letters. Mm, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. are we? We're, we're wait, Gen, are we Gen X still? We're Gen, yeah, we're, yeah. Technically, we're kind of in between. Yeah, we were like that weird middle ground. Like the 1980 itself was kind of like... We're like technically called Zillennials. I mean, I was born in the 70s, man. Yeah, you're old as fuck. You lived one year. You were no, only lived like live a year. He yeah, lived, you he, lived like 30, not 20, even, 24 days in the seventies. But I'm saying that like that fact, I think is just like repulsive to actual millennials. <laughs> and they're like, Nope, that son of a bitch is a yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, I was born in the eighties, but barely, barely made it. But yeah. Yeah. We were deep into the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> deep, deep, deep. I was deep. I was 11 months into the eighties when I was born. That's I, weird. So I think that because they, for a long time, it was like Gen X. Are we, is it technically, are we millennials or are we something else? Am I, am I wrong on this? I think it's right on the cusp. Yeah. It's Gen X, millennial, and then Gen Z. Gen Z is the new, new kids. So why yeah, is everybody making fun? No, no, no. Cause everybody makes fun of millennials. Yeah. They're like the 
30 year olds now, I guess. But that's not us. Not 40 year olds now. No. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're not. It's like it starts right around this. It's like we're in the crossover between the two. But when does the Gen X start? Like 70 to 80 or what? No, it's like 78 almost. Here, let's look, well, it, let's up. look it up. Fuck uh, it, cut them up. I think Gen X goes all the way back to like 70. That's what I'm thinking. It has to be like a 10 year period, right? Because it know. ends about 80 or something. So. And you know what, though? I think, and I'm sure this has been discussed to fucking no end, but there has to be. Everybody's like, we get it, you're old. <laughs> there has to be an in between because. Whether or not you grew up with the internet or whether or not you were exposed to it absolutely makes a difference. Yeah. Like there are people our age or one year older, like Dennis Mergenthaler is like, I don't need one of those fucking phones, you know, like he's like, what, like 18 months older than us or some shit. Yeah. Probably not even that much more than you. You know what I mean? So that's that's just his, his life, but he understands it. It's not like, it's not like he's illiterate to these things, you know? All right. So check it. He just doesn't care. You got the Wikipedia? No, whatever this website is. Kansasa. Mufasa. Oh, this is from the uh, verified source, kansasa.net. <laughs> this is from, uh, well, it's uh, from it the king, baby, king of the jungle, Mufasa. Mufasa.com. Baby boomers <laughs> were born between 46 and 64, which makes sense. That's, that's a long period, though. That's like a 20 years. That's post That's World just War World II. War II. After. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Shit was slow. That then. was before the hippies, yeah. Gen X was 65. Oh, damn. See, we can't, that can't be us. To what? 79 slash 80. Yeah. That's oh, that don't, that don't make no damn sense yeah. at all. See, so we're more millennials than that. Then Gen Y, which Ooh. is millennials, is oh, okay. 81 to 94 slash 6. Mm, that's still such a wide range. So that's why they call... So we're in that confusing 1980 period. This doesn't 70, say it, but I did read an article where it was like 78 to like 84 is what they consider like zillennials. Zillennials? Mm, that's that's oh. yeah, Z or X. X. Like xylophone. Yeah. 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 That, okay. So we're zillennials. Yeah. That it, makes way more sense. Yeah, because we're in between. Yeah, but the internet. It's, it's, yeah, it's 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 the generation that grew up with and or without and then with mm-hmm. the internet. Like we know how to live life without it, and then we know how to fucking kill it on the internet too. Mm-hmm. You know how to kill people. You can find pe- people to kill people on the internet. Gen Z is ninety seven <laughs> to two thousand twelve. That's still, dude. The generations have to get smaller because shit changes too fast. Technology now, makes yeah. all this now shit it's way like different. five years. Now it's Generation periods. Alpha, twelve to twenty five is what they say. When, when does Generation Omicron really? start? So my kids are Generation Alpha then. One of mine is. My, Milo was born in 2012. Which one of your kids are Generation Alpha? Which ones are Generation Beta? Sheesh. You know what I mean? Rigby's a Gen Z like last year. <laughs> so he's like us, yeah. But yeah, in weird. the future. That don't make no damn sense. Here's the thing, though. It made sense whenever the world changed so slowly over a 20-year yeah. period. Yeah. Technology's just... like the, They probably should have split... However long a generation was 100-something years ago... 150 to 100, those were probably really long. But as soon as electricity got invented and like it, you know, you went from like, yeah, we live out on the farm to, oh, we live in the city and they just upgraded the the fucking, the gas lamps to electricity. <laughs> you know, like people before and after that, completely different fucking lives. Why don't they, what, did they have like a generation whatever for them? They're, I don't, generation oldest, oldest fuck. I don't know if they even named the shit back then, but I'm Gen- saying like. Generation black and white, sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Gener- world sucks so bad. Generation sepia. <laughs> yeah. Generation sepia tone, yeah. Uh the uh I mean the world didn't even get color until at least the sixties. So I mean, come on. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? See like that old brown old asshole shit. <laughs> old burnt ass, tea stained looking ass. Their God didn't even give them color. Give us color at least. Wow. So like the difference between before and after electricity It was like Pleasantville. Yeah. Is like a fraction of the <sighs> difference between before and after the internet. 
Yeah. Like think about, think about like fucking Hugh Hefner who dated like 23 year old women until he was dead. My hero. Yeah. That, that dude, <laughs> think about that happening right now. Just like, kidding. you know, a 70 something year old person dating kidding, a 20, 23, 23 year old person. What could they possibly have in common Nothing, to talk about? Not even remotely anything. Money. No connection at all. I like money. It's like they're from different fucking planets. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's not just the internet, but it's the internet 2.0 and social media and all that shit. Like he was like, Hey man, check out my mummy dick. <laughs> it smells real good. <laughs> Think about in 50 years, people are going to be like, them sad fuckers barely had the internet. Yeah. They couldn't even use it with their minds. Fucking life sucked. Like the little kids in Back to the Future 2 were like, you got to use your hands. Yeah. That, that already happened. Yep. That's the past. It was, but like, dude, it was like fucking seven years ago. <laughs> it is really interesting to think about like, I don't know, I feel lucky is what I'm trying to say, that we not only got to live before the internet and after, but got to watch it all happen and experience who were the last generation that was happy to change <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like well, we're we, living we're, in a prehistoric time right now with no air conditioning in this goddamn room oh god yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go get a big block of ice why you bring it why you bring it up <laughs> i'm gonna get a block of ice and we're gonna get those hand fans to i was gonna say you know think about how big of a step for civilization that was like to be able to just have yeah to live anywhere because of air conditioning but then i'm thinking we can't right I'm now i'm about to take my shoes and socks off and put them in the fridge <laughs> I'll take my on. shoes off right now. God damn it. Um, I'll do it right now. But like all that shit, like even the people that lived right at that moment in time, they're like, dude, can you imagine living 20 years before this when we didn't have this? Yeah. And now we just take so much shit for granted. But also the adoption of things happens faster. It's not like something, it's not only that things get invented more rapidly that really change the world, but all of a sudden it's just fucking everywhere too. Like mm. electricity, that took a long ass time for it to get invented and then actually impact people's lives, like the entire population. Imagine how annoyed though people probably were when electricity was invented, not because of the actual thing, but like implementing the infrastructure, oh, how yeah. it like disrupted their lives. Mm. Man, this is a riveting fucking podcast, but like, just <laughs> <laughs> think about that. All right. So like, you can't like walk on the street for fucking three weeks cause we got to run all this shit. And like, you know what I mean? Like, well, more like yeah. how aggravated I would be supremely aggravated. <laughs> Like they've been working on this electrical wire for two months out there. What the fuck is this even? I don't even need it. We didn't have that. Dude, we, we would were... have been an acoustic band before that. Yeah. What were we done without electric guitars, bro? Acousties. We would have been the band and um, I would have been just fine. Drums have been around for a while. That's true. You've been playing. You'd drums. had to play them quiet as fuck, though. I, w- I wouldn't have played them quiet. <laughs> Lead drums, ladies and gentlemen. We'd be like the band in Back to the Future Three at the. Uh... <laughs> it's just too darn loud. Yeah. Yeah. That's Great. fucking weird. Life sucks. Yeah, life's right. hard. Great, uh, great St. Louis hardcore band. Life sucks. We don't even have the Shout future out. technologies that we aren't going to know about for a long time. We don't, yeah, we don't have any of it. What a fucking ripoff. Yeah, this is bullshit. Future yeah. primitive. We want a refund. Cool. Why would you just grip the mic like fucking Chino Moreno? I got, I got Ryan's microphone this week. Apparently. Flaccid. <laughs> Dude, I tightened up his shit <laughs> yeah, earlier. It's still today. not going to work. There's no way. You know what though? He does have the one that's most bunk. Is it? Like it's just you know it's on brand. All right. We'll see you guys later. All right. We're done now. Um. <laughs> Whatever we talked about, you guys talked about, you know, finishing the record and such. We briefly yeah. talked about it, I guess. I I, I want to be I want to be part of that conversation. Do you think the record's done? No, I'm gonna re-record some stuff. Are you psych? Nope. Okay. Psych. <laughs> nope, it's done. You don't know what that means. That's just fucking done. Dunskies. I mean, there's still things I'm like ah, I could have done that differently, but that that never ends. I still say that about every record we've ever made but i actually do have two thoughts that are like the tiniest edits ever that are only relevant for sequence reasons that would be like very 
easy to do uh, that I talked to Ryan about earlier. Yeah, we got to figure the sequence out. We, we, we know a rough sequence of where we kind of like it, but that's fun figuring out what songs go where. I made two sequences last night and this morning. I'm gonna it's send fun. Them. I like the first half for sure. We know the first three or four. I think everybody had kind of agreed on that when we were in the studio, but... Yeah, it goes um, Enter Sandman. Uh-huh. And sad then, but true. Sad but true. I don't know the sequence other um, than Through the Never. Sure. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> dude, I'd, I'm could, sorry. Dude, Chris we were, Ravenscraft and John Burson. I Rome was like five or six. Though. We were in the studio while he was mixing, finishing the shit the other day, and we're all talking about the opening track and like talking about classic album opening tracks, right? And we're like, never mind. It starts with teen, Smells Like Teen Spirit. just comes with that guitar, yeah. right? And I totally couldn't remember that Inner Sandman opens that record. Really? I was like, that's so weird to me for some reason. Oh, Inner Sandman and Sabbath True, Holier Than Thou, yeah. The mm. Unforgiven, Through the Nevers Later. The Unforgiven's fourth? See, that doesn't seem weird. Like it, thinking about our sequencing of songs. Yeah. Whatever in my room was what, five or six? Five, you're right. Yeah. So we usually don't put a slower song that until was it. I think later. that was the first song of Side B. On the tape. I think The Unforgiven had to be early like that because it had to be on side A. Because it was a smash single. And bro. it was a single. They knew it. Like, <clears throat> Page Avenue oh would... would <laughs> you okay there? Wow. Came, I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> Go on. Like, Page Avenue, if we were sequencing it now, wouldn't have Until the Day I Die until, like... No, even when we did that, Feldman was like, nope, your single's got to go second, bro. And we're yeah. like, why? Yeah, then, yeah, it was... Yeah, because you put in a CD and... Within get, the first three songs, you need to have, like, your couple singles, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like an anthem being that down tempo of like a swingy kind of song. Yeah. Really weird third. I guess it is, but now it's like it feels right to us now, twenty yeah. years later. But what's your favorite intro, you know, opening track besides Inner Sandman? Because we already said that one. The Great Southern Shrine Kill. Ooh, what's that start with? Oh, was that the yeah. <laughs> we we talked about that one too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we were in the studio talking about this and it's really weird to think about because we were like, you don't really need, like, do you need like an intro track? You know, it's like spooky music and then yeah. it comes into like, or like Wolves had like that whole Wolves intro thing and then it comes into, you I think know. it depends on your band. Yeah. yeah. Like how, what your vibe is. But we band. were realizing that the biggest records of all time, 99% of them start with a guitar riff and it's just right into the fucking album. Yeah. Like all the ones we were just talking about. And there was a bunch of other ones too. I don't remember what else we were fucking referencing, but I went into a weird thing where I was looking at Primus albums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, what, what does your favorite Clutch album start with? Probably the second record that starts with the bass line and drums, though. Nice. It's called Big News One. If you needed, do you have your phone hooked up? Uh, I was yeah. gonna say, let's go to a couple of our favorite records. Doo-doo. Just think about it, because the way we're talking about opening our record, which you guys don't know yet, but starts with just a guitar riff and you know it's just like comes right into the song like start never mind just think about how that record starts it's the best record of all time you're probably right if you're a zillennial right you're like okay and then Fucking you go drums right you away. go oh shit right When you think about that record, you don't think like, oh shit, it comes right into that shit, right? Yeah. Like that's the biggest song of fucking still of the last 30, 40 years. Just comes right into it. Um, what other records? Round the Fur. Oh, yeah, dude. Yep. Just like straight straight into it, right? It's like Here it is, guys. I remember hearing this for the first time, dude. And that's what we were talking about. We we referenced that one too. It just fucking happens. It's just like there's usually not a lot of bullshit. You know, it's like yeah. any big classic record, just like fuck you, here it is. 
Yeah, I think it really all just depends on the vibe of your band. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, there's up, like there is intros that yeah. drag out and they're really cool too. Yeah, look but. up clutch, 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 like cop, 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 <laughs> like clutch, clutch. <laughs> but it's clutch, so it makes sense when you hear it. Because then we also talked about AFI, uh, you know, sing the sorrow or any of their records that have like big, weird, drawn out intros, kind of. Yeah, but but AFI but makes AFI. intros. Yeah, that's like their their thing. Yeah, and it they don't have to make intro music for their shows. They don't have to pull some symphony shit or make some. <laughs> yeah, that it's just we already made it. It's on the fucking album. We kind of tried to do that too, you know, yeah. with uh, "Choose Your Fate." Kind of starts with that weird intro thing. What did uh, the concert do? What does the children sing? Does that just come right in? It fades in. Oh, it does like the whole children. Oh yeah, choir. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were trying to kind of rip that off. I feel like, but but that's right in. It's you know? clutch, and like it sets yeah. it sets this vibe for the record. Yeah. Did you notice how you how, immediately how much, get the drum tone and the fucking riff? You know, like, and you're just like, yep. you notice how much they rush the, the the like the first few beats. Mm-mm. Do it again. Oh yeah, you settle down in it. That's just because it's live drums. They didn't yeah. edit that shit. But back then, then, like the guitar comes with with it. It's the same fucking like riff. Yeah, it just rules. But it like that's the vibe of the whole record. It's just weird because when we were talking about it, I had never thought about this before. Mm-hmm. How like that's just. How's fucking records what usually else come in? Make yourself same kind oh, of yeah, like to ban ant to ban ant to ban to ban ant. Like you would think Incubus would have a fucking like space intro with some seagulls and shit, but <laughs> right? But nope, just right there in. There it is. And here comes the fucking the simple simplest drum fill ever. Just yep. and you're like, slams right in. You're like fuck yeah, Little fuck yeah. Doom. It's just fucking no bullshit. It's what fucking else, great. Uh, Bleed American, same thing. Bleed American, do that. That's good. Uh, what opens that record? Bleed American, the song? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's fucking great. Like a fucking freight train, dude. Yeah, you're just like, fuck yeah, I'm in. You can't waste time, and I didn't realize that. It's not a, it's not a show. Like, a show intro is different, you know? But, but it also depends on the band. But yeah. But what's one that doesn't? Do the uh, AFI one? Do Sing the well, or whatever? Any, most Muse records. Do they have long intro things? Uh, a couple of them do. I feel like this is probably more riveting for people to hear us talk about actual music, right? This is good. No, movies yeah. only. <laughs> this shit just fucking I mean, this kills, is equally though. as amazing, but AFI is just different. So it works for them. They saw Terminator 2 and they said, let's just yeah, make the yeah, intro yeah. of our own album. But this is also a song. Yeah, it bleeds into a it song. It goes into the song, yeah. Like, it's this is two and a half minutes and there's vocals and the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is very Terminator 2. Like, even that noise. Did they purposely do that, you think? Have to. Or did James Cameron uh, <laughs> fucking make this music form? <laughs> I'm going to pee while this awesome intro goes. While Davey was drawing on my arm, the guitar player told me he made this. For real? Yeah. So he loves Terminator. Apparently. Terminator. This works for them, though. Because it's like, you could just play it like you can start this at the show, and the crowd just does it. It's perfect, dude. And then you could take however long you want to get into the actual song. Yeah. 
because it's just the same thing. This is when he was going through his crow phase. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon Lee phase. Yeah. Dude, I would estimate that I know like 30% of what Davey Havoc says in songs. Yeah, I'm a singer and I don't know any of his shit. <laughs> like he just said, is it LA? What did he say? I know the sounds. Is it LA? <laughs> That's look not up, what he says. Look up uh, Muse, The Second Law. It's not an intro, but like this is the one record where I feel like they just kind of said, Here, here's our record. Besides Nevermind and Black Album, what's like the biggest records of all time? Uh, hold on. We'll do that first, but it's not like a 70s or 80s. You know, like Appetite for Destruction starts with the... Right into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a clutch album. It does. <laughs> clutch and space. Like you can hear. Space. You can hear. <laughs> yeah. Or Dr. Feelgood. That kind of has an intro. It does do something, doesn't it? It has like a car crash and yeah. like ambulance and shit. But then it just goes. What's the one you said? Uh, appetite. Appetite for oh, destruction. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty pretty immediate. It just has that little riff, but it, it kind of drags out a sec for a but second. But it's hella like... But you know that's fucking Welcome to the Jungle. Like this yeah. This is a band walking out on stage in a stadium. Yeah. I think he recorded that in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's real reverb from the stadium. <laughs> Like I, I just picture Slash walking out by himself, right up, right up on the riser. Yep, playing that shit. It's cool. It's weird to think about, because when you work on a record for a year and then you get the songs done, you think, okay, how does the record start? Because you don't. Most people like us don't plan the whole record out. It's like we weren't pre-writing these as a fucking book oh, where you're did. like, you know what you're going to put first or last, you know? What else? We did uh, Slipknot's first record. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. A. That's, comes, that's comes the right best in. one. Heavy as fuck. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> you're like, what's getting, what's getting ready to happen? You're like, oh my God, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to die get, soon. I'm going to get murdered soon. Yes. But, but this one takes time to come in. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, but, it, it, like, but it like it adds like... Uh, you're right. It is an intro, but it, but it sets the mood. It like stutters and it's yeah. See, this is cool though. This is, this is like just like choose your fate kind of intro. Like exactly, we did, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I'm not a huge Slipknot fan, but that shit's fucking sick. Yeah, man. That record's just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's fucking... very punk rock. Well, I was talking about imagine like if we were still a band like them and you still had to wear masks every day. I was like, God, that's got to suck. Yeah. <laughs> All the used first records like that. Yeah. That one's good. It's too. got like, 
a little bit of feedbacky kind of thing. Yeah, right? but then the, the, riff, the riff just comes Even in. our first record, same thing. It's like, you know, feedback yeah. right into the fucking... Yeah. Feedback or like a little thing is cool, but it's like usually it just gets right to the point, you know? Yeah. Especially now, it's like you can't leave people fucking sitting around waiting. They're going to skip it. Hero has a built-in intro, though. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, it's, it a, really it's an works. intro before the vocals and shit, yeah. So. Tool, Enema, yeah. Stink Fist, it's good. Is that bong, 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 What song is that? No, that's... Nah, you're thinking of 46 and 2. Enema starts with... Uh, Stink Fist. Intolerance. It doesn't no, I, even... I think I was no, singing Prison Sex just now. Is, that's on the first is, uh, um, first record. I don't know. I'll have to get my Tool tattoo removed after this. Ah, uh, yeah. That's that's Undertow. When I was a kid, is that the first record that is right? That's the first full length. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Opiate was the first. Yeah. Thing. When I was a kid, I uh, when I was thirteen years old, I skipped that song because uh, things that weren't four four confused me. (laughs) (laughs) So I go straight to Prison Sex, which starts fucking awesome. Prison Sex was my favorite Tool song back in the day, and my favorite activity. I just like how that riff is so like intense, but close hi hat little opens in there. <laughs> yeah, it's so big, but it doesn't do what you would expect to do in big sounding things. Oh, we now. were talking about rage too, like just straight to it. I mean, oh, everything everything rage yeah. does is straight to the yeah. point, you know. But rage made sure to put it on every album that said there were no samples or non-real sounds on this record. It's all made by us. Sorry, I'm trying to find a song. I was like, why is it not coming through? I love this song. Sitar. I don't know this. You don't know this? I don't know. The Tool? Yeah. I don't. I told you. I literally didn't listen to Tool after that first record. Tool fans ruined it for me. Especially in St. Louis, we are in the fucking butt rock capital of the world. I think I do know this song. You probably only know it because I know like 700 guitar riffs, not full songs, and that's one of the ones. <laughs> when you played that, I was like, that riff sounds familiar. <laughs> You notice Pearl Jam's first album doesn't have a great intro? It's, it, or a great it's opening because, track? It's because it loops around. What do you mean? If you listen to the last track of yeah. 10, it fades into what the beginning of Once is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I would say I don't like I that mean, intro. It came out, it came like, out. as far as that, as good as that record is, it came out in 91. I can see as, how you missed it. <laughs> but verses, though. But then verses, oh, we talked yeah. about this because then it comes straight in with a sick. Fucking Dave, just killing it. It's fucking great. They knew they fucked up on the first record. They made a good a second record. We're gonna intro. make that snare super loud. It's a great intro. It makes me want to listen to this. They did that whole thing just to start it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did a whole intro, then counted it back in. That's awesome. <laughs> just thought of it now. I was not used to. 
fucking good ass album, dude. So many people don't like Pearl Jam, but they like get a bad rap, you know. But that's one of the best records of all time. I still like ten more. But that's just where I found them. As a whole, so. song wise, yeah, ten's probably better. But that one was just so cool. Yeah, that that to me is in that's on like my sophomore album, Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? As far as second records, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what record starts the best? Uh, Snapcase. Does, uh, what's the fucking record called? Uh, Not designs for automation. Progression through unlearning. Progression yeah, through yeah. unlearning. Oh, uh, black doo 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 black. Yep, yep. Can't beat that. Or worship and tribute. I mean, you know. I was about to say that's my other yeah. online. It just comes right in. We referenced that one too. Another guy you don't know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, even need to know. We covered this that one time at the pageant. I had no idea what the lyrics were. I I read. I learned the but yelled the sounds. I was like, that's not what he says. Like he says that. Well, even like, uh, even adrenaline, like his guitar riff. Here we are, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you, yeah. know, what, you know what's yeah. weird about that song? Yeah, yeah. What's weird about um, Tip Your Bartender? I heard it for a long time, 4 4. And then when it came, I just never thought about it. Yeah, but you're real stupid, though. I know. <laughs> like, when I was, when I was, <laughs> but you you're know, a fucking moron. When I was like 20 years old you or whatever. Stupid son of a bitch. Because. <laughs> You know, the, the song's in 6-8, but you can hear it. You can listen to that part and think 4-4. Yeah. Four, four There's make, a lot of songs with a guitar intro that you don't know the beat yet, and you're like, how yeah. is this guitar being played? It yeah. starts on an end yeah, or some yeah, shit. I, get, I, get I tend to not think about any of that. I don't even know what time signatures our songs are in. One. <laughs> just one. All of our songs are in one. We're either in one or two. <laughs> Most of the time. I just, nah. I've never thought about that. So I, I didn't think about it until way later. Yeah, so but, you think about... You can do it that way. Dun, yeah, that dun, would be that'd be terrible. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 that's why you, you don't think mean? about it. You just listen to the, you just listen to it. But don't, by itself, but before the drums come in, it is a little confusing. Yeah, because mm. it's just a staccato guitar, and you're like, "What?" I just go like this. I shake my hand and go, "Yeah, this is happening." <laughs> but you automatically no, but you mean you yes. automatically usually go four, right? Right. So if before the drums come in, you're like, "Where am I? What's happening?" It's a lot of songs like that, or shit that starts on an end, like uh, the first song on. I know you guys don't listen, but classic case, it's on the end like that. Mm. And it always takes me a couple of beats to go, okay, okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay, now I'm in. You know, even yeah. though I know it, it's just, you know, it's mm. weird. Mm. All right. So all of our songs on this album start with only the guitar on end or it's <laughs> six, eight. And you don't know it yet. We try to make it as confusing as possible. I bet. I don't want to say song names right now, but we have one that starts on a, Man, ban, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, that might confuse people a little bit. Oh, yeah, I didn't, it doesn't confuse me necessarily, but the way it starts, it could, but I'm just used to it. So, yeah, I could see people being like, Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a good point. But if you know the part from the very beginning during you watch it, you know, or you play it, or it's you're part of the writing, it's just it sticks in there. And if you're hearing it, different experience. Mm -hmm. Do you guys like Radiohead? Nope, not really. I mean, I, I don't dislike them, but I, there's I, a few songs that I'm like, yeah, it's a good song. I have tried. Many times to like get into it and I just can't. I don't know what it is. I just can't. I liked Creep when it came out. People back get in the day. mad that I like Creep. Yeah, because like, that's the, like big Radiohead yeah, fans, fans don't like that. Love, right? Like love the fact that other like they don't like Creep. Yeah, which like, is why weird, do you not like that song? It's a great song. That's the only song. Uh, they have the other. Uh, they have another big one. Uh, it's like uh, shouldn't mess with us or something. Uh, mm. Fuck. Well, everybody tells me like, okay, computer is like the album and I've tried to listen to it and I just, it doesn't grab me. 
I don't want to search Radiohead on my Spotify because then it'll all be in my search history. People will know. Okay, computer. I mean, like everything past creep just makes me to go go to sleep. Oh, Karma Police. That's the one I'm talking about. Mm, yeah. yeah, that yeah. one. That's a good song too. Then to I mess mean, with us. They're right? great. Karma. I just. Police. I can't do it. I don't know why. Yeah, it just doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a couple of good songs, but no, I could not sit down and listen to their whole record. I don't know what it is. It's good. I mean, they're good. But also Radiohead fans make you like feel like you're stupid for not liking Radiohead. <laughs> so it's like... Radiohead fans are uh, zillennials like us, so it's fine. I just like Muse. They're not cool enough. I like Muse. They're the updated version. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other huge one that everyone's obsessed with? It's They're, they're full fucking stadium rock. And I don't know, but there's this one. Xylophone. I know this. What is it? See, rap, rap records totally different. You know? Yeah, they can do that. Yeah, they don't. I mean, that pretty much comes right in too. But yeah. oh, wait, what's one that doesn't come? Usually, they start with a skit or something weird on a rap rap <laughs> yeah. record. You know, <laughs> how does the Chronic start? Does it just come right into like nothing but a G thing or whatever? No, but this one. No, Chronic's got a. Uh... <laughs> See? It's a skit, basically. Just bone thugs? Yeah. That's creepy. That's a creepy intro. You know what I mean? I think that song's called Mr. Ouija and shit. Mr. Ouija. Mr. Ouija? Like Ouija board? Yeah. Tight. I don't know shit about phone things that much other than from you. <laughs> What's shit about this, though? What are we, the IMAX? What is this? THX? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Another skit. That's what I'm saying. It's mostly skits that open yeah. right. Just records. get into it. How sick would it be if it just started with that? That's a little quick. But as long as it had been. That's as quick as we don't care anymore. <laughs> if he had started just like that after all that time between two albums, you know, it was like. I don't even know what that is. That's uh, The Watcher, the first song on uh, 2001. 2001. Oh, Chronic 2001. What's yeah. the original Chronic? How does it start? It's got an intro too. Um, so not available in my region. What? Yeah, you aren't gangster enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're in the suburbs of St. Louis. Uh, you can't listen to that. In this area. You're not allowed. Uh, what? It's not on Apple Music? How? How is that possible? Who uses Apple Music? What a loser. Me? Because fuck Spotify. What a loser. Loser. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, that's weird. Hold on. What? What's the other, the fucking giant radio British band? Led Zeppelin. No. The Beatles. Is it radio? The Beatles. They're 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 as to me as overrated as Radiohead. Oasis, no. I think most overrated band of all time from England, Oasis. I'd rather listen to a full like Oasis marathon than listen to what, this one, two though? Radiohead songs. Yeah, you're right. That's how it comes in. That the first song in the record. Fuck yeah, see that's good. Yeah, that's cool. 
I love that album. What so band much. are you talking about? How's How's Mystical's first record coming? Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you right now. His first record? I don't know. Sure. Any of his, whatever your favorite record is. Mr. Cow. Mr. Cow. Uh, this is how his first record sound starts. How, how did all the No Limit guys have intros? Fucking straight Uzis and shit. That's good. That's because he was in the military. Oh, that's true. Bitch, I'm a soldier. You said that's because he was in the military, as if he recorded those samples while he was on a tour. Because he made this in Desert Storm. That was their whole his like their whole like marketing thing. Yeah, it was. But then there's this is a second record. Oh, come right in. I, I remembered Mr. the band cool. that I that I don't so understand angry. that I think is great at what they do. It's just not my thing, and I I don't understand it at all. No shade, Coldplay. I don't get it. I, mm. Fine, <laughs> okay. No, it just I it just doesn't do anything for me. It's fine. <laughs> I've never thought of twice about Coldplay. Everyone talks about how they're the best band they in the world. Songs. They have songs that are good. And they're just like, the, like my sister and brother-in-law love them. They just went to a show recently and it was like a spiritual experience. And I'm just like, I want to go to sleep. Toby from H2O, it's like his favorite band. He's got a tattoo on his hand. Really? Mm-hmm. Coldplay? The Wu-Tang yeah. sword style. Yeah. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. It's a skip. Well, it's a movie quote, but yeah. Me? On guard. I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. Do you guys watch that Hulu sh- Hulu show? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I didn't finish it though. It's pretty good. Wu Tang, Timmy Wu. Wu Tang Clan ain't none to fuck with. Here's the fucking hardest opening track of all time, and let's stop our podcast. Mm-mm. Keep it going. <laughs> I mean, go. he should have screamed a little more, but no, other than that, it's this fine. Is, this is the best one. <laughs> You're right. Town called Kickapoo. Hey, guitar riff. Started. Dude, this movie like failed completely, and we, we loved it so much. Pick of Destiny. If you if you haven't seen the Pick of Destiny by Tenacious D. You're fuck fucking, you. You, lo- you lose. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like the D, fuck you. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. It it sure did flop, though. <laughs> that, I saw an interview with Jack Black just the other day, and he was like, he he did School of Rock, and then it was like a huge success, you know, and then he did that pretty soon after and just totally flopped. But it has, like, grown over the years, and yeah. like he said when they play shows, it's like the biggest thing ever for them oh, as yeah. a band, but... Yeah, commercially, it did not do well at all. Dude, Pick of Destiny destroys School of Rock to me. Like, destroys it. School of Rock's cool. I mean, School of Rock's great, but it's a, it, that's a movie. Pick of Destiny is like just like an album with a full video sequence, and it's just hilarious, <laughs> you know? But it's funny. I could see why non-musicians wouldn't like that, but we, yeah. as musicians, fucking love it. Stone Temple Pilots' core starts dope, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, we talked track? about this, too. Yeah. 
But what you'll do you see. Mean, what you'll, do you mean? What's the first track? You'll see. You'll see in one second, and you're gonna go, "Wow, that's how they opened that fucking record." Oh it, yeah, <laughs> duh. It's yes, yeah, yeah, uh, sex it. type thing. No, no, it's actually not that. Mm-mm. That would oh, have didn't bloated. Duh. <laughs> sex type thing would have made more sense than this to open the fucking. This is record. great anyway. They're like, should we start with a guitar? Nope. Nope. Just the vocals. Listen to the snare. Fuck. That might be the best sounding snare of all time. No, it's not. What like, a fucking riff, dude. In reference to like what they sound like. Oh well, yeah. It's so huge. In accordance to them, yes. Yeah, yeah. Not no not of all time. That's like that's like the Thomas snare you have at your house. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a really shitty snare. <laughs> dude, you think it's just they recorded it and it's so loud and it's so big and mm-hmm. it's good. You think they planned to open the song like that even in pre production? Or you think it was like deep into the recording process they just cut the vocal to the front and said Let's try this. I don't know, because they couldn't have just went, blah, blah, dan, dan. It would have not been at all cool. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Back then, you kind of had to plan it all in pre-production, you know? You can't just cut it and put it... It wasn't Pro Tools times, you know? That was all to tape, so... Well, they would do... I mean, I guess they, they could. They would the do, stuff. like, two tape machines, and they would automate. They had, like, really primitive, by today's standards, automation. Watching that Year and a Half in the Life of Metallica, they got a tiny little, like, black and green screen... And a keypad that looks like a fucking cash register from 1980, <laughs> putting in the like the time, seconds, milliseconds, whatever, and that's how they automated. I wouldn't doubt if there was probably a guitar under that or something like going down, down, or like yeah. a bass or something. And then they're like, let's just cut it all and just have the vocal, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It could have been something like that, but either way, that's fucking cool. And I'm not even a huge Stone Temple Pilots fan, but that's cool as fuck. This one puts me. If I'm having a bad morning, I put this on because it puts me in a great mood. Golden Girl soundtrack? <laughs> Dude, there's a million punk rock records that I could say, but they all oh, start yeah. with being just fucking, just this rocking. Great. There's not a lot of intros in punk rock. But yeah, it's great. I'll tell you guys I hung out with uh, Nathan, their, their bass player, yeah, recently. Did. He came to the waiting room and we hung out all night, one night, partied. He's like, Dude, story of the year! He was all excited. He's like, you guys took us on our first fucking tour in Australia. He's like, he remembered everything. He fucking still loved us. It was great. He remembers showing up to the airport at 8 a.m. with Guinness. <laughs> yeah. Like, so for anybody who doesn't know, in 2005? No. Six? Six. 2006. Yeah. Our first real big spring headlining. Of, spring of 06 in the, in the U.S.? Our first big headlining tour in Australia. We took Flogging Molly with us and Emery. And uh, we were bigger than Flogging Molly at that point in Australia. They had never been there before. So insane that Flogging Molly opened for us on a tour in Australia. But Isn't that weird? Good fucking times. Oh, yeah. Great band. All right. I want to pee and be done with our broadcast now. We've only been talking for like 17 minutes, haven't we? 17 plus like 46. Huh. Hmm. huh. You don't say. Hmm. All right. Well. Hey, maybe next week all four members of our band will mm-hmm. be here. Um, I'm not here next week. Are you serious? No. Uh, cool. So you are here. I'm questionable on whether or not I'll be here. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Who knows? But if not I, me. If I did, though. <laughs> nah, not me.
That would have to be some what is <laughs> some fucking genius shit, though. You would have to be the best prankster of all time. Of all time. And that's me. But no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for real, let's, uh, let's wrap it up for real, for real. Fine. But if you're a patron... You can go to patreon.com slash, you know where to go. If you're not, patreon.com slash story of the year. If you don't want to be one, suck one!